0: Hello and welcome to the vision board blueprints. Vision boards are more than just sticking pictures on a board. This podcast will take you through the tools that you need to bring those visions to reality. Hello and welcome to the Vision Board Blueprints podcast, the podcast that brings your dreams to reality. So this session, we have a fabulous uh, guest with us, Tasha Davis, who is going to be talking about starting your journaling. hello and welcome to this episode of get started with your journaling so we have the lovely Tasha Davis with us today so welcome Tasha thank you so obviously you are new to the ladies uh, watching or listening this so would you
1: like to introduce yourself So I am Tasha, but I go by my kind of, you will find me under Tasha the moon child, because I'm a little bit moon obsessed. I um, have a moon tattoo on my wrist. Um, Cancer is known as being the moon child. I'm very much, I'm a bit, I'm very on the woo scale where the moon's concerned. Um, What else? I'm a busy mum of just one, but my one has autism and ADHD, which makes parenting just a little bit extra spicy, as you can probably imagine. Uh, I work full time. So I do all of my all of my wounds kind of in the evenings at the weekends. Um, I'm a busy mom, I understand how busy other mums are and other women are. So everything that I do has that in mind. So you won't find really long things from me because I don't do them. So I don't really expect other people
0: to do them sounds either. perfect we're all busy <laughs> and we're all well we're not all mums but we're all busy we're all out there yeah. we're all just getting through life as as I say so yeah. how did you so obviously this episode is going to be all about getting started with journaling so how did you get started what was it that introduced it into your life
1: right there's a bit there's a bit of backstory here so I'm, I'm gonna have to go back just a little bit so about two years ago I was in horrendous job it was awful I ended up handing my notice in with no job to go to which I'd never done before the most scary thing I've ever myself yeah Be there myself, yeah. <laughs> there myself I know how that feels terrifying so the first I was I handed my notice in at quarter to nine I was home by nine o'clock I immediately got on the job hunt, I did my CV, and then it was almost like divine timing, I don't know if it was a sign from the universe, whatever it was, Um, I happened upon a lovely lady called Naomi Newland, and she was running a challenge, and the challenge was you had to watch five days worth of training, and the more you commented, the more your name got put in the hat, and then somebody would win a place on her eight-week, no, 12-week development course. Now at that time, I was probably at the lowest mental health wise I've been for a really long time. And I said, it's not just that I want this, I need this, I need to find myself, I need to realise that I'm enough. So I manifested the pants out of that without actually realising what manifesting was. um, And then I won it. So this whole package was worth like 1500 pounds, which at the time was huge to me so I went through this whole self-development journey with her and with the other people on the course and journaling played quite a big part of it and it was only when I finished the course that I realized that's the one thing that I'd picked up and I'd carried on so we started with we did the emotional scale check-ins all the time so it was just checking in, you know, how are we feeling? Where are we up to? What do we need to bump up the scale? Like, how do we get started? Let's do a little meditation to get us in the right space. And that's really how my journaling journey started was a complete fluke, Um But it was at a point in my life where I don't mean to sound dramatic, but it is. It did change my life that course did. It veered me off on a very different path to the one that I thought I was going to go down.
0: So if someone was to get started on journaling um, now and you obviously it's new to them and, you know, you where would you direct them to? What would you say for them to do? What's the first steps for them?
1: I think the first steps with journaling is to you have to be kind to your mind because it's something that will become easier as you do it. But it can feel really hard. So I always struggle. And I know that other people do with blank page overwhelm. There's nothing more overwhelming than sitting yourself down and going, right, you know, I'm going to journal now looking at a blank page and going, oh, I don't know what to journal on so what i always tell people to do is get yourself in a in a nice state so whether that's some deep breathing whether that's a bit of meditating And do it when you know that you're not going to be interrupted, because I always talk about about mums, but women, are. it's the same whether you're a mum or not. There's always some expectation, isn't there? There's always something going on. So it's really important to find a time where you know that it's just for you, even if it's first thing in the morning or last thing at night. And then the first thing that I always tell people is to just focus on how you're feeling, because so much comes from... From feelings with journaling and that's it's- something that people
0: don't really do is that they don't really check yes. in with their feelings they just go through day-to-day life and yes. they, they don't really question how they're feeling no so So if they are feeling like lower or Mm -hmm. you know unhappier it will get to a point where it's unbearable before they actually think oh my god why am I feeling like this but if you actually check in at the stage of the first feeling of unhappiness Mm -hmm. or feeling low then you can catch it before it gets to the point where it's unbearable so I
1: think that's that's the thing with, with modern women and self-care in general. We put ourselves to the bottom of the queue. So there's always something else to think about. And we don't often check in with how we're feeling. We think about the negative stuff and we think about the to-do list. But it's very rare that we actually sit down and go, Do you know what, how have I felt today? And what's at, the, what's at the root cause of it? Because I remember very clearly having a conversation with someone who said that she was sad about something. And I said to her, is that how you're feeling? Are you feeling sad about that situation? And she went, do you know what? Actually, no, I'm not. I'm angry. And when she could, when she could look at it more objectively and go, do you know what? I'm mad. And I was like, but it's okay to be mad about that situation. She went, Oh yes. So it is. And she was able to let it go a lot faster than being sad about in something that emotion that, yeah yeah and it was it was but it was only when I challenged that thought with her and said is that how you're actually feeling and it's for me that's what journaling is all about it's challenging why do I feel this way what's causing it and now what action can I take to pull myself out of it yeah absolutely so if someone
0: obviously listens to this and they're not a journaler, they they don't journal I, I'm hand on heart when I was first introduced or recommended to journal I didn't listen I didn't do it I was like what a load of gobbledygues I didn't even write a diary in school why do I want one now but it's not like that is it it's completely different so hmm. what would you say to someone who's thinking I don't really need a journal what's it going to what am I going to get from that
1: I think the key thing for journaling is it's so very rare that we stop and take stock of where we where we actually are in our lives we're so busy doing that we don't spend enough time just being and if you don't check in with how you're feeling and what's going on you can't take the action to make the changes to make things better so What I always say to people is journaling for me, it's a it's preventative. So it's about figuring out exactly what's going on, how you're feeling, why you're feeling that way so that you can actually do something about it. Because so often we just get bogged down in what's happening to us rather than, you know, taking control and figuring out what's going on. What do I need to do about it?
0: Yeah, definitely. So what would your top, top tips be to someone who is just about to or give journaling a try?
1: My top tips for journaling are, as I've already said, make sure that you, you you're not going to be disturbed. And I know it's really hard with children and work and all that stuff. But that's my that's my biggest top tip, and don't force it. So if you're not feeling like it, that's absolutely fine, and you don't have to journal every day. I don't journal every day, and that's, that's what I teach people. Journaling shouldn't be a chore. It shouldn't be something that you dread doing. It shouldn't be something either that you just do when things are bad. It's really important to journal when things are going well and to write your gratitude and to write your positive affirmations so that journaling just becomes a habit, rather than it being something that yeah, you try. See, to use. For me,
0: I had to create it as a habit. So I had to journal every single day until it became a habit. And I started with gratitude journaling first. I just started doing my gratitudes. And then once I'd got into that, that's when I started delving into the deeper feelings, questioning myself, you know, working through things that I'd not expressed before. Um, Now I'm at a point where I like journaling every day. But I don't feel I have to do it every day. Yeah. But then if I go for a period of time without doing it, I notice a difference.
1: Yeah. And that's that's the key thing. Once once you start it, the second you stop, you yeah. things will just they'll they'll carry on because you're not checking in with yourself. Yeah. And I think that's the key thing for me. What journaling actually is, it's about checking in with you and not about the to-do list and not not the task list it's you know what how am I feeling right now and it's just something that us modern women aren't programmed to do we are programmed and told by society that you know everybody else is more important and we just get pushed to the bottom of the queue and I think for me I've created a whole routine around journaling and my self-care so that even if it's just for half an hour every day I'm putting myself to the top of that
0: queue. So where do you actually fit your journaling into your routine then, Tasha?
1: So for me, what I do is I do mine last thing at night because I'm not a morning person. You will never see me getting up at five o'clock in the morning to do any of this, not my jazz. But if that works for you, then you go and do it. So for me, I will get myself um, ready in my pajamas. I will take my um, makeup off. I will go in my bedroom, I will do some deep breathing or I will do a meditation and then I will sit and open my journal. Because if I try and do it at any other point, my brain is too busy. There's too much going on. It's only when I stop that really the the important stuff comes up to the surface yeah. for me and that's that's just what
0: works for me. Um, I'm I'm the opposite so I'm a morning yeah. journaler. So yeah. I will get up uh, slightly earlier than the girls and I will come into my office which is about five steps away from my bedroom and <laughs> I will sit I will do some reading uh, to get my brain into a positive mindset straight away. Yeah. Um if I'm feeling a little bit tired I might lie in bed and listen to an audible or a podcast first. Um, And then once I've done that, I will get the journal out and pull a card for the day.
1: Yeah. And I think that's, that's the key thing for me is it's about finding what works for you because you journal your way and I journal my way. And that's fine because we're both reaping the benefits, even though we're doing it in a really different way.
0: And and like, like you said, it has to work for you. Now, if, if, someone who like you've just said, not a morning person, then getting a journal out in the morning is probably going to be a chore for you. Yeah. So it's finding what works for you. And it's also that like um, habit stacking as well. So if you're you're yeah. in a habit of maybe having a coffee break at a certain time every day or having a tea break, then get your journal out with that coffee or tea. You know, so to me that, that could work for somebody. It doesn't have to be a, a morning or a nighttime thing. So, find what works for you.
1: I do know people that do it in their lunch break as well, particularly like it doesn't necessarily work for people like me that work full time, but business owners who can take a a longer time and they know they're not going to get interrupted, they tend to do it on their lunch break and just extend their lunch break. And it actually then breaks up their day a little bit and it can kind of reset things for the afternoon. So, I know people that. Yeah, that's a good idea.
0: Yeah. I should probably do it in the middle of the day as well then to kind of break <laughs> my day up because sometimes I don't give myself a break, which is not good. So no. if you um, have, obviously, um, if someone wants to come in, find what you do and how you work with them, is is there anywhere that they could come in, f-
1: check out what Tasha does uh, and help um, them with their journaling? Tash is everywhere. Tash is everywhere. So I've got a Facebook page. I've got a Facebook group. I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. I'm on YouTube. I'm all over the place. But what I'm what I'm trying to do is give people the tools to be able to try journaling out for themselves. So what I've what I've done is I'm I'm creating things that are just super simple and easy to do that's that's what I'm doing so I've incorporated my journaling with my moon magic so you can get a really nice kind of print at home yourself journal prompt card deck set it's the best way to describe it because the other thing about journaling is that you can put pressure on yourself to do it every day whereas journaling with the moon is a really good place to start because there's only eight phases in the month so it can be a good And as we're recording this, it is actually a new moon. So (laughs) that's a a nice little
0: throw in there. It might not be in the new moon when you listen to it, but it is when
1: we're recording it. Yeah, and I think the other thing about journaling along with the moon is those prompts kind of push you through a cycle. So, you know, it's like new moon, your new intentions, your new affirmations. Your full moon is what do I need to let go of? What's holding me back? And then your waxing crescent is all about kind of, what action do I need to take? And your waning crescent is right. What what rest and reset do I need? What self-care do I need? And I think that's why I really like journaling along with the moon because it pushes you through a cycle that you might not necessarily do yeah, on your own. Definitely. So, um
0: where can they find you? What, Where on Facebook would they be able to come and find this uh, affirmation set, this uh, new moon set, sorry?
1: So my website is com. On Facebook, I think actually everywhere, I'm just Tasha the Moonchild. I think that's just what my username is.
0: Fabulous. <laughs> So, ladies, if you want to get started journaling, then go and check out Tasha. Go and see what she's got to offer because, like she said today, that this is super easy to do. You know, it's really simple stuff that can get you started, but there's lots of benefits from that. And the benefits itself will be able to really help you move forward in any area of your life, not just business, not just life, pretty much any area of your life is there anything you would like to leave the audience with today Tasha
1: um I think what I'm going to leave you with is just a couple of prompts that I always tell people to get them started because it always really helps them so the first one is I've already talked about is it's it's I am and it's how are you feeling it's a great prompt to think about and your brain will lead you elsewhere The second one is, it's what, it's I want. What is it that you want? What is it that you're manifesting? What are your goals? What are you aiming for? The next one is I need, and that's kind of, it's having a check-in with yourself to say, where where am I at mental health-wise? How full's my cup? What is it that I need to feel good? And then my favourite, I am grateful. Now, we've talked about gratitude before, but the more you find to be grateful for, the more you will find to be grateful for the more grateful you are, the more positive you are, because you're focusing on the here and now and what you've yeah. already Gratitude
0: got. Gratitude is so powerful, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, it's the one thing that I always tell people to journal on every time. It's how you're feeling and what you're grateful for, because just those two things, if you can, if you're going to journal on anything, just journal on those two things, because you will naturally feel more positive afterwards
0: fabulous so Tasha on that note I am very grateful that you have joined us today and I am super grateful to have you on this uh, session today and sharing your knowledge with the listeners so a massive thank you and I hope to have you again on here very soon thank you very much
1: for having me it's very exciting
0: take care A massive thank you to Tasha for joining us this week and talking all things journaling. Now, if you don't journal, make sure you get that journal out and make a start today. So a huge thank you for tuning in to the Vision Board Blueprints podcast, the podcast that gives you the blueprints to bring your dreams to reality. And this week, our sponsor is Sarah Hughes. So make sure you check out her details in the comments below.